Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome! To Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, October 2nd, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Queen of Halloween and, of course, Pixel Circus's own Sage Ryan. Hello, Sage. That might be the most excellent introduction I have ever received. You know, I'm happy to give it to you. You know, we did the whole 24-hour stream for launching the spare bed. Yeah. And believe it or not, a lot of people didn't make it to the end because that's a long time to stream. But at the end, in the wee hours, me and Blessing admitted we hated fighting for the title of King of Halloween. And just gave it to me. We gave it to you and Janet, don't forget. You and Janet split the crown in two in a very uh, miscongeniality way. And and here's the thing. Janet deserved it. Janet fought for it. Well, let's not get ahead of herself. Um, I did absolutely nothing. But you were dressed in spooky attire, I remember. Like, you were living it. You know what I mean? And I fought you on the Instagram. I see that you're all about Halloween. I live Halloween. Here, I had done nothing to earn that, and I just walked in and took it, and it felt really, really good. That's how easy it usually is to get something. It's kind of funny. <laughs> just come in and take it, and we are all too lazy to stop you. It's like That's when Gary Whitta comes in and just takes cases of LaCroix. That's why I keep people up for 24 hours most sure. of the time. The <laughs> you really wear them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A war of attrition. That's how I handle negotiations for every business deal. Sage Ryan. Yes. I know you well, of course. From Kind of Funny content, but usually YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Content, not kind of funny games. You're over there. You're doing all the Star Wars reacts with us. You just did this big D&D stream that I want to talk about. But if somebody's tuning in right now and doesn't know your body of work, Mm -hmm. how do you describe yourself in 60 seconds? Uh, Yeah. Hi, I'm Sage Ryan. I'm a content creator and founder of the digital network Pixel Circus. Uh, We're a variety gaming network that does a lot of tabletop gaming. And uh, I also host a morning gaming news show over there as well called It's Too Early with Anthony Carboni, who you also might know from popping up on this channel occasionally. And that was going to be my first question. What don't you like about Anthony Carboni? Because I have a laundry list. Ooh, um, he's too good at giving gifts and makes me feel bad that's about true. myself. That's true. He may, and it makes, he makes it seem so easy. He really does. He's just one of those people that's like, oh, I just looked out for you during the year, and I thought of you when I saw this. Who's got the time? Who's I thinking like that? Imagine. You know what I mean? I'm busy. Uh, I also dislike when he gets hit by trucks. He's, yeah. He's yeah, made yeah, a, yeah. a habit yeah. for himself, that and I would, I would request he stop that. Sure, that'd be good for everybody. Um, I, yeah. I hate how much custody he has of his dog over yeah. me. Yeah. I'd like yeah, more of fair. it. That's fair. Um, I've got a pretty long list. Okay, good. Well, I appreciate those off the top of your head right there, ready to go. Uh as I mentioned at the top there, you did on Friday do something truly unique here and special with us. <laughs> a a th- three hour plus D&D live Just stream. About four. Outrageous. What was that like? Thank you so much for doing it. You know, it was absolutely phenomenal. I remember we sat down and we had our little like practice session of like, yeah. all right, everybody, let's get familiar. Let's start building these characters together. And I signed off the call and I was like, Godspeed to every one of these boys. Um, they've never played this game. Yeah, they were in the deep end. They are, so they're in the deep end. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was a lot of like, I, I play tabletop games, yeah. uh, a lot and putting my nerd glasses aside and being like, I'm not going to say anything if a rule's wrong. I'm not going to be that person. I'm yeah. going to be chill. Yeah. Uh, and though I know everybody is hilarious and would, um, put on a wonderful show no matter what. I was so incredibly pleasantly surprised by how committed and how wonderfully the team showed up for that game. Yeah. uh, And how much funny bullshit it was. 
It was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, shout out to your guys' tech team for putting that together. Insane, yeah, uh, yeah. Most of us are here being like weird little tactile nerds and like rolling dice on a table and y'all yeah. had fucking explosions on the screen and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 That's, yeah. That was really, really cool. I had a great time. If you didn't watch it, ladies and gentlemen, it's up right now in its entirety, youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Nick, Kevin, the entire team went above and beyond for that. So if you could go check that out, that'd be awesome. So many of you already have. I tried it's to win really Tim's dad. I wanted to win Tim's dad in a race. That's all I wanted for that game. Couldn't do it, though. I couldn't. No. Or my spoilers, I guess. But, you know, what I, know <laughs> I heard there was some cool stuff from Mr. Nobody, too, but I'll stay out of that. Uh, Sage, before we dive into the news, yeah. the one thing I always like to do for a host that I'm hosting with on Games Daily for the okay. first time is favorite video game of all time mm -hmm. and then current game of the year. You can start in any order you want. Ooh. I know I've thrown a lot at you. I've okay. Thought. Those are big questions. Um, favorite game of all time? I'm going to cop out and I'm going to say two because I think they're, okay. they're two very different sides That's of fair. the spectrum. That's fair. Uh, Skyrim. Of course. And Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. I'd, Any I'd, Animal Crossing in particular or you just put the franchise GameCube Animal Crossing. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm such a simp for the GameCube. I think all games on the GameCube were the best iteration of every game. Uh, and if That's hard to argue with, ladies and gentlemen. Mario Golf, Toadstool Tour, Mario Kart Double Dash, mm -hmm. and of course Animal Luigi's Crossing. Mansion, Harvest Moon. Wind Waker. Wind Waker. God damn, this is a compelling argument. It's a great system. Yeah. And it has a little handle to carry like a briefcase. That was Can't cool. be argued with. Yeah. Uh, and my game of the year this year so far is Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, I figured. It's like not surprising. I, was I opened say, up with I like, I play a lot of D&D. &D, and then yeah. it was like, yeah, it's Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting though, because engaging with like a lot of people who are playing Baldur's Gate, everybody's playing it as this like romance and dating sim. Yeah. And I'm just into being dorky enough that I'm like, Oh, right. There are romance options. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you trying to just kill everything I'm and get doing everything? Missions. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing I'm, the objective. I'm a hero. Yeah. No. I have things to do. And everybody like keeps describing all of these cutscenes they're getting. And I'm like, how are you getting those? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, I'm talking to the other people. And I'm like, oh, that's are interesting. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've not gotten very far in my romance with my wizard. Sure. But hey. You're doing the objectives. You're getting far in the game, unlike a lot of people. And unlike some voice actors are, because the SAG after strike is fail has failed to reach an agreement with the companies. Uh, there's a big epic departure, and we'll talk about this and so much more on this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week on a variety of platforms, weekday, the transition that got me in the middle of sense. Uh, weekday, <laughs> we run you through a variety of different news stories on a variety of different nerdy topics on a variety of platforms. If you want to hang out with us, no big deal. Watch us record this show live. Twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. That way we can correct it for everybody watching later on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening on podcast services around... The Globe. If you want to go that extra mile and get the best of Kind of Funny without any ads, you should go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. There, of course, you could get each and every show ad-free. You could watch us record the other podcasts like the Kind of Funny podcast that's recording this afternoon with Comic Book Girl 19, Danica herself. Uh, of course, you can get all the shows there ad-free. You can watch all the shows get recorded live unless there's like an embargo for like video game reviews, which there's like a million of these days. Uh, of course, you could also get 300 plus exclusive pieces of content that we've put up since October of last year when we launched The Spare Bedroom, <gasps> including a big 10-minute Gregway I think I just recorded in the car. Uh, and of course, you get exclusive merch only on patreon.com slash kinda funny. If you're like, that'd be great, Greg. I'd love all the ad-free content, but I got no bucks to toss your way. There's a free way to support us as well. Go to the Epic game store and use the creator code kind of funny when you're checking out or when you're buying something free or when you're on your playstation your xbox your switch whatever's using the epic game store housekeeping for you our shuhei for president shirt is available right now 
at kindoffunny.com slash store. If you didn't know, Jim Ryan is stepping down as president and CEO of PlayStation, and it's time for a man who understands how important the PlayStation Vita was, and that man is Shuhei Yoshida. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash store right now and get your shoe for president shirt. Roger did a great job on this. Cranked it out in the middle of all that D&D stuff. Got it up in less than 24 hours, and it's going to go away on Friday. It is a limited time drop. That way, we feel if it's not up for more than a week, we can't get sued. <laughs> so this is your chance to go get it. Patreon, or no, uh, kindoffunny.com slash store. Uh, beyond that, over on Patreon, there's a new episode of The Shit List available where Roger and Bless break down the visual history of pizza and video games. Hell yeah. You know, I take my eye off the ball. I go away for a couple days, and that's the, that's the content I come back to. I love it. Uh, fooding video games is its entire own genre. Exactly. Uh, also on the kind of funny pod, or uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny, uh, there's a new episode of the Next Gen Podcast available where Barrett reveals the new era of his life that he is in. What the fuck does that oh. mean, Barrett? <laughs> you have to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to find out. Where Can Barrett- I have a hint? Is your hair? The hair is the beginning. Okay. The oh. hair is the beginning. They shaved him on the last new Next Gen podcast. Okay, all yeah. right. But now he reveals the new era of his life that he is in. Yep. It's even kind of written as a riddle. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? It's almost threatening. <laughs> are, are we in this era, too? Are we in danger? <laughs> right, right. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master, Deadpool, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money, Shady Rays, and DoorDash. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. Time for some news. Four items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Were you prepared for this? Not in any yeah, way. No. I, what I like uh, about you, Sage Ron, yeah. is a million things, obviously. Thank you. Uh, but I only, I feel like, I really only know you through consuming your content. You yeah. know what I mean? Being on Instagram, watching the stuff, the videos you're doing. Yeah, damn. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm a sleep deprived version of you. At the and that's the log. thing. We've been on camera twice. <laughs> Once was yeah when I when I was sleep deprived in the middle of a 24 hour stream yeah. at the very end. And then second, I remember when I interrupted that one COVID Star Wars thing is Watto. Oh yeah. And yeah, I yeah. left, and you were like, "That's the only time Greg's ever been on camera with me." So yeah, like, I had never met you before that. That was yeah. before the studio launch yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here you are. Yeah. We're in the middle of it now. I'm ready. I'm in it. Right. I'm um wondering if everyone's always as horrible to you as they were at the studio launch. No, they they really just got ganged up on me then. Otherwise, they're usually very respectful and they apologize. Usually off camera, like whenever they make fun of me, they usually then apologize later on and oh, say, yeah. like, you know, you're, you really, you're an inspiration to me. You did this whole thing for me. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't be here without you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cry, cried. Uh, number one on the Roper Report, SAG, after talks with co- game companies failed to reach an agreement. This is James Batchelor over at gamesindustry.biz. Schedule talks between SAG, AFTRA, and 10 video game companies have failed to reach an agreement about the rights of voice actors and performers. The union has been talking to major publishers and developers such as Activision, Electronic Arts, Epic Games, Take-Two, Insomniac, and Warner Brothers about a potential successor to the interactive media agreement, which was due to expire last year. The expiration was extended while discussions took place, but these have been unsuccessful so far. Quote, SAG-AFTRA and video game employers concluded scheduled negotiations for the interactive media agreement. The union and video game producers told GamesIndustry.biz in a joint statement. Quote, no deal was reached and the current agreement will remain in effect while the parties make final efforts to reach a deal. End quote. The statement follows a strike authorization vote among the union's 160,000 members, with 98% voting in favor of a potential strike. However, authorizing the strike does not necessarily mean one will happen. The union is asking game companies to agree to wage increases that account for inflation, 
rest periods for on-camera performers, set medics to be present during stunt work, and protection against the unregulated use of AI and voice acting, among other things. SAG-AFTRA is currently holding a similar strike against the TV and film industry, which began in July. Go get them, Sage. First of all, union strong. Second of all, we're so close to getting a general labor strike. Mm. It's just, I mean, obviously we're seeing all the entertainment industry uh, ones that are relevant here, but we're also watching things like the hotel worker strikes. We're seeing a lot of strikes in the car industry. And it's very, very interesting how hopeful so many of these massive corporations still are. Like if I could just wake up for one day with the audacity of showing up to a meeting like this while the world crumbles around me and still say, no, I think we should be able to use your voice as AI. I would truly rule the world. Set medics. <laughs> Do you really need it? I, I've seen the call sheet. It says where the closest hospital is. Isn't yeah, that good Usually. Uh, I, uh, before getting into video games, yeah. was a SAG actor. Uh, so I get voicemails from Fran Drescher uh, at awesome. least once a week. Awesome. Calling me to talk about union updates and things yeah. like this. And it's just been so interesting. And I think that a lot of us became very hopeful when the writer's strike uh, was able to end and yeah. the union came to a deal there. Um, where the writers got everything they wanted. Where they got everything they wanted. And, uh, and everything they wanted, everything that was owed to them and justified. Absolutely. Uh, we have so many friends that were out there on the picket lines every single day. We have friends that were captain like strike captain leaders um that put in so much work for this so we were like okay well at this point like this has to have proven something right like a precedent has to be set for what can be accomplished where of course a studio is not going to want to give and pay fairly um but they have to know when they've been got right you'd like to think so. you would like, like to, think. to think and so. there's this like understanding that like an astronomical amount of money detaches somebody from reality to such an extent that they can continue to be like i mean i'll probably win in the end right yeah. if i just keep doing this well this was the whole thing from Iger, right where he was like yeah you know if we just sit on this long enough the writers can't even pay their rent so it's going to be a whole thing they I'm really thought right right <laughs> no, yeah it was like if we just wait them out yeah. there's a lot of the sentiment from the amptp and and members of it at the time uh and no you couldn't sucks to suck guys um so it's very interesting to see this uh we knew that this was going to come i remember when the vote came down it was already pre-authorized to strike so like this strike it just was sucks inevitable. It, i mean i'm old but it still feels like we just had the last one which yeah. I remember when we went through, we, every time we talk about what, it's Barrett, it's what, 2016, 2017, 2018? It's one of the, it's two of those Oof. years. I want to say 2017, 2018, something like that, where it crossed over. I'm not going to bother Googling right now. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Where it feels <laughs> like, okay, cool. I wish we had this taken care of in a way that we don't have, to, but here we are again. And yeah. again, it's going to go in the favor of the actors, right? I do. We have a question here from Michael Restive D'Angelo, who wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can to be on the show for free, and says, hey, cool peeps. Well, it looks like this two-faced bitch of a year 2023 has kept it coming with the hits both positive and negative. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't know if it can be positive. Oh, no. Two-faced. That would be positive. Uh, <laughs> this time with the negative. SAG-AFTRA has not reached an agreement with video game producers, and it looks like the strike is going ahead. I want the voice actors to get their due, but do you think that there is a more difficult fight here than they do in the TV slash or the movie slash TV industry? Unlike movies, video games spend a long portion of their lifetime without actors or voice actors, and AI used in video games seem to have more encompassing use than in, than in acting, as it's mostly voice acting. Does SAG-AFTRA have a hard battle here? Do you think the video game executives will double down on AI or even remove union actors from their games? Personally, I think 2023 is going to keep flashing us a beautiful smile with amazing games to just turn around, bend over, and show us the ass cheeks of the industry. I do hope it ends well and the actors get everything they damn well earned. Sage, wow. do you think this is a harder fight than it is for TV and movie? 
I think it is a harder fight, not because the voice actors are of lesser value to the industry, but because the voice acting industry is further behind mm, than mm, traditional mm. on-camera SAG performers. Um, the rights and regulations that SAG actors on camera already had were so much further along. And the big problem that we're coming up against is so many games have gone non-union. Sure. You don't see nearly as much cable television, network television going non-union, though already far too much. Games are just, okay, well, fuck it, we'll use non-union actors then. Or they're pulling in a lot of things where you have games, uh, companies that are based internationally. Um, a lot of the games that we consume are where it's not as much of the television that we consume is based internationally. Sure. And that is one of those kind of like steps around the union that people have been taking. So I do think they probably have a harder battle because there is an easier access point to continuing without them. Yeah. Uh, is, into this conversation with like interesting Bander SN wrote in for you're wrong. It said the video game voice actor strike was October, 2016 to November, 2017. So a year and a month is what we were looking at last time this happened. And again, if you were to extrapolate that and flip it to the writer strike or the actor strike, holy fucking shit. Yeah, that's insane. I think one of the things you talk about with the voice actor thing, and it will, is it a tougher battle? Is it going to be an easier battle? It's a different battle. Yeah. And I think one of the big things would be what we've already seen with COVID, right? Where game development got really tough, obviously, as people separated. Mm -hmm. We didn't see the initial problem with that and then it, what happened is we kind of had the shrinking system of games and then all of a sudden there's this explosion that is 2023 of all these games coming out i feel like you see a similar thing here where we wouldn't immediately see the ramifications of this as a strike if it actually happens and goes on for a while but then you're going to get to this point where all of a sudden you're not seeing the voice actors you know your laura bailey's your troy baker's right. your sag people because of course they're on strike and not doing it and then mm -hmm. you have this weird yeah shakeup of okay well these people are non-union or this production was non-union this that the other and like Again, the mess of all that becoming, well, were they scabbing or is it an international thing or is it this? Like, right. The, the mess of it all. It's very difficult because the burden of like, don't scab is put usually on people that need work. And I agree, don't scab. I want to be very clear about sure. that. Um, but it is very hard when the burden of it is put on people that are struggling in an industry that need work. Um, and there are always going to be people that will step in and fill in for that, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and by some sort of moral loophole that they've, you know, found for it. So I agree it's a completely different conversation. Um, I think that I think back to the like last writer's strike. The, what was that? Like 2006 writer's strike? Yeah, when Heroes, Heroes was happening. That's what I always yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And it was that thing that we all talk about where it's like, oh, yeah, that immediately followed the year of reality TV. Yeah. Uh, the year where like reality TV was popularized uh, and so much of our TV now is based off of that, that we just didn't consume as much because they were like, oh, we don't need writers if we do this. Yeah, we, need, um, we have all these hours to fill. <laughs> right. We got to make something. Let's go with exactly. this. Exactly. So when you mentioned the like later effects on games, I picture it kind of like that where it's like, okay, uh, your big studios, your big actors, what is going to be the excuse of these big studios to be like, oh, no, no, no. Is it these characters are AI-generated voices until we get to the point where they tell us we can't? Yeah. Uh, is it just pulling internationally? I'm very curious to see. And I hope we do not end up with another year of striking. And that's what I'm back to, again, is I, I hope... Uh, we don't even get to strike, right? Yeah. Again, we're not, we're, they didn't come together in these uh, pre-agreed upon, we're negotiating these days, but they are still open, they are still talking. The hope is that they do figure this out and come together because of course, yeah, what we were just talking about, right? Like, no one, the Hollywood writer strike and the Hollywood actor strike that's going on right now, the studios do not look good. They aren't, they, there is no way you're painting this where it's, okay, great. And the writers won. They got what they wanted. Yeah. So why not just get ahead of it and give these people what they want as well and make it more fair and more equitable and honor what they're putting into this product because again to your point like you made earlier there's the salient one right like 
it is such a different business when you talk to the voice actors you know and love. And if you ever have the chance or they ever say in a, po- a pa- podcast or a panel or whatever, the amount of money they get, the one-time thing that then becomes the, they can be the biggest game in the world for the longest time. They're not getting the royalties off of that necessarily. You know, No, most in, of the time, yeah. Individual contracts are you know, sometimes different, mm-hmm. but in terms of the union stuff, there's nothing. Yeah. So it's like, there's a lot going on here in terms of, okay, well, let's make this a better thing for the people who are doing great work for us. And I think what's really cool about this, even though it's a really shitty situation, is when I think back and because I was an actor at the time and I remember the last like layers of strikes that I was involved in, uh, what we didn't have was so much social awareness of union. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it is absolutely phenomenal to see how much of the internet is involved in partaking in union support in this for unions they're not a part of. Uh, which is really, really cool. And also applying an, another layer of pressure to these studios. Sure. It is a public perception issue where previously these negotiations were taking advantage of performers behind closed doors um, and people outside of the industry just didn't get how it worked. And now because so much of it is public and you've got strike captains on the internet documenting the negotiations, you've got people completely outside of what we do in like middle America that are like, hell yeah, I'm following the negotiations. Let's go. Union strong. Yeah. I think that's really cool. A hundred percent. And I think, you know, again, it's always an interesting conversation because our world is so dialed into everything. It's, you know, Twitter X and paying attention and Instagram and following the stuff. And it's, I think, you know, when you talk about, you know, insomniac being involved in this and negotiations, right. You think of Spider-Man two. And I would argue when you think of Spider-Man two, you're thinking of Yuri, right. You're thinking of the voice actors. You're thinking of uh, Laura being MJ, right. Mm -hmm. Like, there are all these people that you know that are out there being Tony Todd being Venom that are being the faces of these games where it is a whole thing of like, well, what does happen? And this is one very specific example. If next week they go, you know, we're on strike yeah. and you lead up to October 20th, like does Insomniac want to deal with that? Does PlayStation want to deal with that? Do they want that blowback? Do they want, and granted, I know to the mainstream that mm-hmm. has no idea this is happening and isn't following and listen, listen right. to a video game podcast. They don't care. They don't know. There's a Spider-Man game sure. still. Do you want every review mentioning that? Do you want this whole thing? Do you want the sidebar? Like, that's such a little thing, I know. Mm-hmm. But then you think about the ramifications of in three years when you have a game where the performances aren't as good. When you think of going to what you're saying, being one of these companies, going to the developers, like, all right, cool. What if we didn't have voices in the game at all now? What mm-hmm. if it was just text-based? What if you start changing the ideas to try to work around? And that's all sucks. Yeah. How many people need to refuse to buy your $70 game for you to go, oh, they liked it for a reason, and my public perception matters. I mean, we are in an era where people successfully boycott. Yeah. And it is an incredibly effective tool. We vote with our wallet. It's funny, you know, you say that in one of the chats that went by, it's long gone now. Thank you for being so uh, active on YouTube and Twitch. But it was one of them being like, well, you know, big name voice actors are one of the reasons we get $70 price tags. Yeah. I assure you it's fucking not. No. If, if this strike goes on for 10 years, you're not going to see PlayStation be like, you know what? We're bringing games down to 60 bucks. We're passing the savings on to you because we didn't have to pay no. for Nolan North. We, uh, because we are in this industry, know so many of those people that are like the, the top Top tier yeah. of voice actors. Um, they are not where that money is going. And though there are plenty of people, like you said, individual contracts that are paid uh, wonderfully well for their work. Um, that is not the thing moving the needle on your price tag. It yeah. is the CEOs that are making 70 times the base worker salaries at most of these companies. Yep. And I bet if we elect Shuhei, the president and CEO of PlayStation, that won't happen. Kind of funny.com slash store. <laughs> Uh, we'll be watching this with a bated breath, obviously, uh, you know, as this continues to evolve and change. But yeah, my hope would be they understand this is a zero sum game. They aren't going to win. Like, you know what I mean? You can let this limp on and you can screw up a bunch of promotions and you can screw up the public goodwill of all this stuff. But in the end, it's going to be for the workers. People are going to want 
uh, these voice actors to get what they deserve. Right. And which are, again, are medics. Right. And that they don't want AI to take their fucking jobs. They want to go to work, mostly. They want to go to work safely. Hey, just think of how good you guys would look if you didn't do what the AMPTP did. You could be the good guy. Right? Exactly. You could be like, okay, we saw what happened, and you don't even have to pretend like it's self-serving. You could be like, you know what? We actually feel in our hearts that you deserve it. Right. I wonder which one of these companies is screwing it up the most. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ted Price ain't doing this. Ted Price would never do this. People in the chat, guess. Number two on the Rupa Report. Epic Games' director of publishing strategy is leaving the company. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Epic Games' director of publishing strategy, Sergei Gelyokin, is leaving the company. In a statement released on Monday, he said... Today, I'm sorry, I was like, I missed a word there. It's his last day at the Fortnite Maker. It's unclear if his departure is directly related to the widespread job cuts at Epic. Last week, the company announced plans to lay off around 830 employees, or 16% of its total workforce. Announcing his departure, he said he was not, quote-unquote, not a good fit for where Epic is headed as a company. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what a comment to say there. Uh, uh, Galionic is the creator of Steam Spy, a website that which launched in 2015 that automatically gathers data from Steam user profiles before analyzing it and generating statistics like approximate game sales and average playtime per game. He joined Epic in February 2016 as head of publishing for Eastern Europe before taking on his current role in August 2017, according to his LinkedIn profile. Galionic's learnings from the Steam Spy were used to help develop Epic's Steam competitor, Epic Game Store, which launched in December 2018. Quote, today is officially my last day at Epic Games, he said. These eight years have been some of the most exciting in my career, and I am de deeply grateful to my former Epic Games colleagues and Tim Sweeney for allowing me to help build Epic 4.0. We launched Fortnite, which later became one of those self-reinforcing cultural phenomenon I wrote about just a year prior. We proved that free-to-play without pay-to-win can work at scale. We challenged the status quo in game distribution with the 88-12 revenue share. Now, Epic Games is on its way to transforming from a game developer engine creator and publisher into a platform epic 5.0 i am not a good fit for this new version of epic it requires people of a different kind i plan to remain in the gaming industry i also hope to be more vocal now that i don't have to worry about the pr department knocking on my dms jesus <laughs> again thank you to everyone i worked with at epic games it was an incredible journey and i will always cherish it <laughs> Usually these are word salads. I got nothing to say. This guy's like, I'm not a good fit for where they're going, and I'm gonna fucking talk about this it. This is the shadiest statement. Sometimes it's I too honest. I don't know if it's shady. It's honest. I love it. It's but it's like such a little like. There's those little digs in it yeah. that I, I, yeah, yeah, I do yeah, yeah, love. Yeah. I'm living for it. Yeah. Um, but it was so interesting. I was looking through some of the stuff about this. And there was also a statement initially that was like, we can confirm that we have split amicably yeah, with yeah, yeah, former yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why are you guys talking about it? Like, it's a breakup. It was though, right? That's what they always are. But like, usually they try and make it look like it's not, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this one's personal, which is very interesting. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, when I signed like... um a uh, non-disparagement yeah and you're like well i would love to tell you about my experience there but unfortunately due to my contract that says i can't say anything bad about this company i can't tell you what happened and you're like you just you just told me you just That's, told me yeah you told me it's bad and they're yeah, like yeah. i did no no i didn't no it was a very amicable departure yeah. and again I'm i thank so everyone grateful. i worked with at epic games <laughs> it was an incredible journey and i always cherish it end quote. what are they doing that he's so fundamentally disagrees with i don't know it's and it's interesting because yeah you know are we reading between the lines would this have come under such scrutiny if it wasn't on the back of 860 people losing their job 16 percent of the workforce being eliminated 
kind of out of the blue last week and all these different things. Is that yeah. part of the uh, agreement here? Is it one of those that you just look at? It's it's a rough one, right, in terms of what this actually means and yeah. what's going on at Epic. Yeah. Like, I, it really is. You saw that news yesterday. You saw the statements, or not yesterday, last week. Mm -hmm. You saw those statements about it, and it was, man, like, wh what does this mean for Fortnite's future? What does this mean for Epic's future? What does this mean for the games? Like, there's so many different takes on it that you really, and we won't have any real feedback on it until we're further down the line of what this actually mm -hmm. implies. Yeah, I mean, those layoffs were devastating, and I think it's something that we see a lot when there are a lot, large, large layoffs at uh, corporations. We usually see one or two, like, executive-level <clears throat> or high-level people that are like, oh, um, I have made it this far in my position, but do still have a driving moral compass that cares about workers. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the time, I mean, I, I think there's every possibility that he saw 800 layoffs and was like, whatever the company is doing right now is not for me. And I'm going to go somewhere that didn't just lay off 800 people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we don't know. That's entirely speculation. He didn't say of course, why the departure was, um, but we do see that happen pretty regularly. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so you would wonder if that's what it is. You kind of hope that would be what it is, right? You want to hope so. You want, more than anything, I always want people to be happy where they are. They yeah. Are. And so if it was that, yeah, he wasn't happy about this, then that's one thing. And I'm, I'm glad that, do you ever feel like we're just not supposed to know this much about people at game companies? One thousand percent. I'm. Sh I, I have to imagine. You talk about the strike right now. You uh -huh. talk about layoffs because we have to keep talking about layoffs because they keep happening and everything. Yeah. You have to imagine all these companies think about like, man, I miss the good old days of magazines. Right. I miss the good old days when it was just this game's good, this game's bad. We saw this thing and it looked great. That was all the coverage was. It wasn't the ins and outs and the no. corporate reports and this. Hey, there's a trademark filed and da 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 da. Like, right. We are so dialed into everything. And I think that's good. And if, again, for what you're talking about with like, you know, worker rights and hey, let's be pro union and hey, people deserve their fair share. Yeah. But if you're at the top of the pyramid and you're on the other side, Terrifying. you're getting the good part of the bad share. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, I wish nobody knew this. I wish we weren't in the scrutiny. Yeah. I feel like most of the people in this chat would have never known who this person was 15 years ago. Yeah. Honestly, 100%. maybe 10. Yeah. No, I don't. Maybe I, 10. I, we just yeah. weren't dialed in like this to like corporate non front facing executives of these companies that make what we what make what they make. Yeah. It's so interesting. But then there's the other side of it too, where it's like, there's so much information that I do fear it becomes white noise. Yeah. We like, right. There is this, oh man, everybody's like, there's been so many layoffs. Yeah. You know, it's, it's this whole thing. 2023 is a great year for the games themselves, but bad for developers. And then it's like, I think there's us who can sit here and be like, oh, the Embracer group and all this and oh, mm -hmm. what they just did at Epic. But I feel like everybody else kind of gets that malaise about it. Where yeah. it, and it kind of does get to where 10 years ago when I was working at IGN and writing news stories, it would be like, hey, somebody made this AAA game. It came out last month and now they've reduced their workforce by this amount because that was the cycle. And that yeah. was acceptable that you brought on all these contractors. They finished the game. Then you took away their contracts and they would move on to the next thing. These like band of mercenaries. And I feel like we've seen, especially during COVID times, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people beefing up and that's been the after effects of this, right? Where it yeah. is. Uh, epic talking about last week well you know we thought it was, fortnite was going to go a bit further than it did okay that was a bad call embracer well we are waiting on this one big deal to happen and it didn't right happen, so this is what I'm yeah embracer is like well we thought we would own everything by now and then you've got epic and it's like well how how far did you think fortnite was like it's not like we can be like ah oh, fortnite really launched and failed yeah i know <laughs> like yeah, what yeah, were yeah. your expectations for this game yeah and I, and again that's where it gets crazy because it was the longest time where that oh that prints money and it does right it's yeah. just not printing as much money right now right but it's like still killing but so it's this it is this whoa like how do you misread it that badly like how do you, that big of a margin and this is the same conversation i always come back to when we talk about layoffs in in uh mm -hmm. video games right because i feel like we are so 
hard on these companies. Yeah. And I, I think justifiably so. Yeah. When you see Embracer Group being like, oh, mm-hmm. man, all our chips were in that basket. It's gone. You're going to see a lot of studio closure. You're going to see a lot of layoffs. Gonna, when you see Epic layoff 16% of their workforce, and be like, oh, we thought this was going to go the different way. What I always come back to, and I've said this before, so I'll make it short, right, is like one day, and I'm knock on wood, pray to God, no, but one day maybe there will be a staff reduction at Kind of Funny. Mm-hmm. My belief in this highly hypothetical world would be that the messaging behind it wouldn't be, yeah, we had to let go of three people, and it's because, man, we thought six months ago we were going to have all this money because of this YouTube thing, because of this thing, and right. it didn't happen. So that's it would be that, yo, advertising's dried up. This is, support has gone away. Da, da, da. There would be something over time you yeah. would see that wouldn't be, yep, we gambled. Yeah. We gambled with people's lives because we thought the good times would roll forever. And, I, and I'm not even patting us on the back because no. we're whatever. But like, we gambled when we said, we're going to, uh, December 2019, we fucking signed a lease on this space. <laughs> yeah. And for the next year, paid us a lease on two studios we did not use because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But we made a smart gamble where we were like, we can, the, uh, the worst thing in the world can fucking happen. Right. <laughs> and we can still go. We, we know what we can here. do. Yeah. yeah. And you, you don't go, well, and to that I say, oops. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, 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 oh. I also think that too, like, in the comparison that has to be said, you also aren't in a position where it's like, oh, well, we don't have the money for these extra three people because all of it is going to a corporate level sure. of employees. Sure, sure, sure. Because there is never going to be a way that Epic is ever going to make me believe they don't have the money. Yeah, yeah. It is about is how we this, allocate okay. and prioritize. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So it's like, okay, well, what we're actually saying is the money that we have, we don't think these people are worth. Yeah. And that is what would never happen when you're a... a company that cares about your people yeah layoffs happen absolutely cutbacks happen on team sizes absolutely you could look at the money you go yeah they could afford those people yeah sure is the money elsewhere let i would love to know where oh what's that tim sweeney a net worth of 9.65 billion dollars oh make sure you are i don't have 9.6 billion dollars yeah yeah promise i promise we're you know i like to think that we're a company here that takes care of each other mm-hmm. on a familial level. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads, ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting, head shotting, rooting, tooting, three point shooting, nitro rifle from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez, he kicked over my little coffee canister there. You might say, Oh, Andy's here. He's going to have something to do about the news. No, instead, what I'll say is this everybody knows Andy's my personal barber. Oh. Okay. Andy trimmed up my beard last time, Mm. took a little off the back. That's great. Mm -hmm. Andy, here's what's been happening. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. What happens is I'm driving to work in the car, the little mini, the Ecto-1. You know what I mean? Um, Do a Greg way or whatever. And eventually I like go here and I touch my ears and I'm like, I forgot to shave the ears again. I got these little old man white ear things coming out there. And so I said, Andy, could you bring a razor today? Trim up my ears. And what did you say? Absolutely. I'm also. I also brought tweezers. So you're just gonna yank them out. Well, some of them. I thought you were gonna bring your. I thought you were gonna bring like your electric razor no, too. No, that's a lot of noise. That's a lot of noise. But that's like a. You're putting a razor blade in my ear, <laughs> my curved ear. You're fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. guys' chat is so funny that as soon as you walked out, they said, "Are we laying off Andy live?" <laughs> <laughs> Andy, surprise! As you just heard, we didn't make a gamble. We just, you know. Later, all right. You're fired. <laughs> you got to chew my ears first. <laughs> I was going to wait for him to finish with the razor before yeah. I laid him off. Stage, you know? Yeah. 
I also kept looking at this and being like, this is not in the paper. Yeah, no, I forgot to tell you I was going to have come out and shave my ears. This is what it's like to Again, work with I just, Drake. You, just, you know what I mean? These sections. No you see them? Yeah, honestly, the tweezers might be the move. Just go boom. I boom, don't. Boom. Yeah, you can't get it. You're talking boom. about inside Yeah, your I was talking about right here. I, that's why the razor scares me. I don't even know if you could. I don't even know if you could razor that without really getting oh, rid of the. No, I can razor it. I can razor He's it. an expert. Oh, shit, he's doing it. Already got a couple. Already yeah, you did. Couple. You did. You did. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. I want to stay very still, though. That face you're making does not imply that. Well, I, I, I made the face, and then I need to stay still, because I don't want... Oh. I don't want All right, now you have a second to, yeah, readjust. <laughs> readjust. Look at, look at this expert right here. We're getting some of the longer ones. I mean, you can get, get whatever you want. It's just that little nest in there that I don't like. Yeah, oh, you described it as a nest. Well, yeah, it's not that bad, but you remember like when you see your grandpa or like some other old guy? Yeah. And real bad. Like I'm yeah. there. I gotta be careful. And this is probably the only possible solution. Ooh -wee. Oh, that yeah. one you feel. That oh, one you yeah. feel. You'll wake up. And all right, he's 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 tweezing it right there, ladies and gentlemen. Just do the next story. It's all good. I got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm sure you can read perfectly. Dude, I, it's a pretty serious story though. <laughs> Oh, it's like one of those where I don't know if I want to Maybe you should have headline. looked at the run of show before you called Andy out. Maybe, maybe skip to the next story. <laughs> and then we'll go back to the serious one. Yeah. Okay. This one I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Okay, all right. Uh, we're going to go to number four on the Roper Report, all right? Camilla uh, tells fans to ask Platinum about Project GG. This is Andy Robinson at VGC. And we have a trailer. Platinum Games is exiting vice president Hideki. Kamiya has given the clearest indication yet that he's likely not going to be involved in the flagship project GG following his departure at the company. Last week, Kamiya announced uh, his shock exit from Platinum after co-founding the company 15 years ago and leading some of the most iconic games in Bayonetta and the Wonderful 101. I had to wait for that pinch because it was a big one. <laughs> uh, one of the many questions left open by Platinum and Kamiya's uh, statements was, oh, God, you're inside. The yeah, yeah. status of Project GG. Announced in February 2020, Project GG was described at the time as an action game featuring a giant hero described as the climax to director Kamiya's superhero trilogy following Beautiful Joe and Wonderful 101. On Sunday, uh, he commented on the title for the first time since confirming his Platinum exit, telling a fan on Twitter to ask Platinum about Platinum. Is that really the quote? Quote, ask Platinum about Platinum. Yeah. End quote. All right. Regarding the future of the title, a Platinum Games spokesperson told VGC, we cannot disclose. Oh, we, ooh, that one got me. We cannot disclose any further information regarding Camille's departure other than that we announced, other than what we announced on Twitter, on X, parentheses Twitter. Yeah. God, I fucking hate it. Can we all, oh, can we all just as adults mm -hmm. come to the bargaining table with ourselves and just say, we're still going to call it Twitter? Oh, 100%. We don't need to say X. That is dumb. I've never once called it X. I appreciate you. I won't that. do anything Elon Musk tells me to do. You are you done? Are the nests I don't know cleared? I don't know. I didn't realize it was this bad. Keep going. Do your thing, Andy. Oh, no shit. Here we you. go. Okay. I, I do feel like Hideki Kamiya's uh, tweet about it was very much like, well, don't what at you me, bro. Say about it. Like, <laughs> I, I told you I'm leaving. I can't do anything else about it. A sadistic um, enjoyment of mine is going to game trailers for games that didn't come out oh, when they were supposed no. to, and reading those comments at the time of being like, "This is gonna be it, yeah, guys." Yeah. Uh, it's it's tragic. It's heartbreaking. But I did this morning go and view this trailer, which was released three years ago now, uh, for Project GG, and see so many of these comments that are just like. All right, here we go, boys. This is it. It's so sad because, like, I mean, you know, Beautiful Joe, you talk about GameCube games. 
I remember Kyle Hayes rocking that and me just sitting there and watching it in college. You know what I mean? <laughs> watching me do it. In Wonderful 101, I enjoyed the little bit I played, but I was never a big Wii U person. Yeah. So, like, this would be an exciting move, especially Would's as if... Anyone a big Wii U person? Look, don't get it started. Don't get me started. You know, you, you, you call out how bad this system was and people are me like, the games are great. And I'm like, you know, I... I'm, They're I, great I, games. I and I'm, like, the biggest Nintendo fanboy. Yeah. I love... I As somebody who's always like, I don't simp for big corporations. I do for Nintendo. Nintendo is my friend. Um... But there's no big Wii U fans, right? Oh, yeah. Is it you? Is whenever I get in an argument is it about the Vita, yeah, the Vita versus Wii U, and people are like, well, Wii U had it. I'm like, all those games are on Switch now, so I don't need the Wii U. Yeah. Love the But game. those games wouldn't have existed on the Switch. That's, the not, how this timeline, have... that's not how this timeline argument works. Mm, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. But also, Wii U has Donkey Kong 64, so, you know. There you go. Thank A lot you, of great Andy. games. Is that the last place you can get DK64? <sighs> yeah. You'd, you'd think they'd put it in more places if, like, if it was so good. Crazy. Oh. People liked it. Yeah, you think it'd be there. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. sucks. It'll probably come suck, to your, right? your Noah, enjoy your gaming by The Rock. Did they sponsor you? No, but I bought uh, <laughs> I bought two little packages from Amazon. Because oh. I, I love the fruit punch flavor. And uh, sometimes the store only will have white peach and orange. But whenever they have the blue can. And whenever I go to the store, the guy will be like, sorry, no blue cans, brother. And I'm like, I know, man. It's all good, dude. But I was able to find the blue cans on Amazon. And then I saw they have grape. Zoa. Enjoy your gaming. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Get this man Did off. Did you intentionally it. dress to match? I was going to say the fact that he's matching the outfit. To, I mean, that is impressive. But wow. think about how disappointed. Do you need your razor guard back, or are you going to throw that razor away? Oh, sure. Uh, the fact that you know, like the guy at the store now, I was going to see him less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And are you going to tell the guy that you're cheating on him when he comes to the no. store? No, he's not going to tell him. Okay. Andy says. Why buy from a local business when you could buy from I'll tell him. <laughs> I'll tell him. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Run them out. Run them out. But it's, uh, it's hard sometimes. Oh, it's so the hard. They don't got the blue drink. I understand. Yeah, if you don't have it in blue, what do you expect you me to do? do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Not in blue. What do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to do? Ladies and gentlemen, what do I expect you to do? If you like this show, why don't you get it ad-free? You can head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free, where you get every other podcast ad-free, where you can watch us record the podcast live as we record them a day before they go else anywhere else, and they'd also be ad-free and they'd be on demand, and you can get them as an MP3 or video and all that jazz. <gasps> we got 300 episodes of bonus content we've put up since, more than uh, since uh, October last year. Uh, and then of course there's all the stuff we did for like the last seven years before then if you really wanted to go digging uh, and then of course there's merch and cool stuff and yada 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 there's a bunch of great stuff on patreon.com slash kind of funny it's what keeps the mics and lights on however you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny so here's a word from our sponsor this episode is brought to you by DoorDash did you burn your last piece of toast have the avocados gone bad is the hot sauce bottle empty? You can try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. You already know how much all of us here at Kind of Funny love DoorDash, but with thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or they'll make it right. If you want even more value, you can save on all of your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pash membership with easy substitutes right in the app and best in class customer support. You can get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code KINDA at checkout. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code KINDA. Don't forget, that's code KINDA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. 
This episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's shadyrays.com. Use the code kinda funny. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. And it has surprised multiple of my friends and people at Kind of Funny how many subscriptions they have that they forgot they are still paying for. That's why I'm such a big fan of Rocket Money. It's so easy to cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bills and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's rocketmoney.com slash Kind of funny. One more time, rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Third and final on the Roper Report, even though it's the fourth story, but we danced around it for the ear trimming. Uh, boss of Worms Company Team 17 has been axed amid sweeping layoffs. This is Wesley Yin Pool at IGN.com. What were we just talking about? Worms maker Team 17 is set for significant layoffs as well as the exit of its CEO. Eurogamer reported Team 17's quality assurance department will bear the brunt of the layoffs with around 50 roles at risk. A consultation process is set to end in November. Meanwhile, CEO Michael Pattison uh, is expected to leave. Team 17 confirmed its layoffs in a statement to IGN, although insisted uh, it's Astragon and Story Toys businesses are unaffected. Quote, in response to the report, I have no idea what any of that is. That's means. what we were worried about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in response to the reports concerning the departure of Michael Pattison uh, from Team 17, we can confirm we have amicably parted ways with Michael. We can also confirm that we have sadly entered into a period of consultation today with Team 17 Digital, with Astragon and Story Toys remaining unaffected by the restructuring plans, end quote. A 2022 Eurogamer report in a Team 17 revealed concern among staff about pay, working conditions, and management failures. Changes were promised as a result, and hey, here they are. 
They're just horrible. Uh, Team 17 Group PLC shares have fallen steadily throughout 2023, with the company losing almost half of its value since January. Last month, Team 17 reported, quote, strong revenue growth for the first half of its fiscal year, uh, ending June 30th, and insisted it expects full-year results in line with expectations. Revenue decreased 31% to just under 70 million pounds, with gross profit up 18% to 30.2 million pounds. The company was sitting at a net. Oh, nobody cares about this for us. <laughs> you know, now we're now you're. I understand you're doing your work over here. I don't even care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. News of the Team 17 layoffs is just the latest development in what has been a torrid time for the UK video game industry. IGN reported on significant redundancies set for Sega-owned Creative Assembly after the cancellation of Extraction Shooter Hyenas. Elsewhere, Fall Guys developer Mediatonic was said to. Have have been decimated by layoffs triggered by parent company Epic Games, creator of Battle Royal Fortnite. Oh, I hate to be in a layoff season. But it's all the time now. I know. It's, I wish it was like, oh, well, yeah, you know, yeah. they've got the, like I was talking, well, I guess I don't wish anything, but I wish it didn't happen. But it's, yeah, yeah. it's just every fucking week now, there's it some is. other huge layoff happening in a game, in a year where games are fucking crushing. It starts to feel at some point like we're just like um, passing the same video game employees back and forth between companies, mm -hmm. which is like the structure you talked about earlier. They yeah. bulk up for a game. They would shut them off previously. And they're just doing it in like a slightly different pattern, I guess now. But the pattern still exists. Um, and it's it's a bummer to see things when you're like these revenue increases were here and we still are seeing these layoffs. Yeah, 100%. You know, Team 17 has been one I've watched uh, evolve over time. You know, Worms has been something that I think it feels been, uh, since I started at IG in 2007, people have been playing and talking about Worms, right? Yeah. And so when they did really beef up and become this publishing label, right, and like putting stuff out, like Moving, uh, moving Out 2 recently, mm -hmm. and a number of other games, there's been like, oh, man, they have a lot of stuff. I don't know if they have a lot of hits. And that's yeah. when you get into that weird thing of like, I love the market we live in where you can have these publishing platforms that I'm not even trying to quote the rock know their role. I'm putting out double a I'm putting out indie games. We're not doing everything. We're not trying to embrace a group and have a million titles, right? We're trying to put out quality games that we think are going to find an audience. And there's yeah. always a bit of gambling in that, right? You talk mm -hmm. about like how much you're going to invest into something you hope finds a return. Yeah. But when it is that, I, I mean, I get a lot of team 17 emails, yeah. about a lot of different games. I do too, actually. And I, what they were prison architect, I think too. And they have those games that, stand out we're like oh yeah but, but there are so many we're like okay like i'm not gonna i don't know what this is i'm not paying attention to this there's just too many games happening at any point in time yeah so do you think it sounds like then they built up a team to make a lot of games too many games uh and then we're like huh it turns out we can't just uh, wager the odds on if we make so many games one has to pop off yeah you know it's always hard to jump into that but i'm looking right now at like my Team 17 in my email. Yeah. And I have a whole bunch of emails here from Team 17. You know, if I want to request codes and you see Trepang uh -huh. 2, or, and like these are, do you want codes also like just press releases? So it's press releases. Uh, Trepang 2, uh, Earthless, uh, Secure the Bread, uh, yep. Headbanger Rhythm Royale. And I, these are just in order. Classified France 44 moves or aims for a 20 thing. All right, finally, I get to another, a double where I get something else about Earthless. Right. Like that, but I, those are all those new all games. Individual new games. Dredge is going on here. And this is, I'm still in September. Wow. Uh, Tea up for Tranquility and Peaceful Pines, the new. And we get back to what is white noise? Mm -hmm. I think, you know, to talk about us, and I mean, games, press, media, enthusiasts, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. You run into the white noise problem. Of there are a million games coming out at any point in time. So if you're getting hit up about everything, it's so hard to find anything. Oh, yeah. And so when I look at my email and I see Team 17 and I know they make a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but I struggle to name 
three games, right? Because I was like, oh, Worms, of course, right. oh, moving out. It's like, but then you, it's like, that's a bad scene to be in. That's not what you want your label attached to. That's not what, that's what killed THQ and not even embrace group THQ, THQ of right. Kings of Double A. And then they just put out so much stuff where you're like, I don't care about any of this. And then you, again, gamble on that. We found success with this. So if we, you know, exponentially increase the, the catalog, clearly right. that means exponentially more money. That's a very interesting business model. And sometimes I'm just like, well, did you, did you Google it? <laughs> <laughs> did you Google like, does this work? I don't know. I'm, I guess Back I'd to recommend that to group, everybody. They sure didn't. When right. I was like, why are you doing this? This doesn't seem like this makes sense. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe everybody before you start a business, like Google it. Like, look it up first. Has anyone like, else ever tried this? Has this worked for anyone else? What did else? they do that was good? And what yeah. did they also do that was bad? I don't know. It seems like there's something there. But like, like moving out. Yeah. That was yeah. a really fun party. I think they've done two of yeah, them. Yeah, moving right? out two just came out. Yeah, moving uh, out well, two just came out. Most recent months. Yeah. yeah. Those were really fun. And again, like games. I'm not so that's the thing. I'm not and I'm not saying these are bad games. No. I'm just saying you get to But there's also ten in between those that I couldn't name. Exactly, right? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at their front page here and it's everything we just let, talked about. It's Undead Inc., which yeah. I'm not familiar with. Earth Earthless. A lot of worm stuff. Worms, they're still counting on. Okay. Headbangers, the Rhythm Royale. I remember that was one that demoed well. Or not That's a cool it, name. It didn't even demo. I guess it 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 had it when the trailer dropped and whatever we were watching, mm -hmm. we all liked that a lot. So yeah, we'll continue to see. It sucks that QA is taking the brunt of it. Ugh. You know, but we see that a lot, and that's a bummer. Yep. You know what else is a bummer? When games aren't out. A lot of games I'm waiting to come out for, but they're not out yet. <laughs> but, you know, that sucks. If I wanted something more immediate that was out, Sage, where is, say, what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? Let me stack up my papers here a little bit. Uh, out today, we have... No, no, you just read the title. Just read the title. No, no, no. Okay. Just... just okay. Well, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Now you can do out today and new dates if you want. Oh. No one ever does it for me. No. You know what I mean? Nobody they always you? expect me to do all this. You do it. Do it, Sage. Let me tell you. Uh, Bilkins Foley out on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC today. Uh, Quasimorph Early Access on PC. Trepang 2. Which is one of the Team 17 games I just read. Is it really? That is out today on PS5 and Xbox Do you know, Series X. Can you name one thing about Fuck this game? No. Fuck Can no. anyone in this chat, can anybody watching this, tell me one singular thing about this game? I beg of you. I'm going to get a press release, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see if anybody says anything. I don't... Someone said horror game <laughs> with a question what game? mark? It's a horror game? <laughs> Somebody says it's a hyper... Wait, what game? They're not even paying. They're not even... So here's what the press release says, all right? Ultra-violent, supernatural action shooter Trepang 2 blasts onto consoles today. Team 17 Digital and Trepang Studios have today launched Grizzly Supernatural action shooter Trepang 2 on PS5 and Xbox Series X ahead. Oh, following the game's explosive debut on PC earlier this year. Uh, a spiritual successor to the fast-paced and over-the-top first-person shooter of the mid-2000s. Trepang 2 on console pairs. High-octane. 60 frames per second, first-person gun-fu gun gameplay with a devastating heavy metal soundtrack as players embark on a supernatural journey of death, destruction, and corporate conspiracies. The bio sounds like AI wrote it. Yep, 100%. It absolutely does, and the footage is giving PS3 horror. <laughs> You're thinking of the fear? The trailer that we're playing right there, I was just like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's, hey, that is one metric game. Anthony and I say that on It's Too Early a lot when yeah. it's something that we're just like, look, I know you come here and you expect me to have an opinion on something and I'm not, I have nothing for you. That is, that is one metric game. That's a video game. Uh, Nua on PC. For some reason, Quasimorph made this list 
twice. Blessing, God damn it. Uh, transmissions on PC and Iron Fury Aftershock on PC as well. New dates for you. Train Valley 2, Train Valley's 2 arrival on consoles will be delayed to the 22nd of November. Wizardum. <laughs> Combat, combats chaos in early access on November 15th. Like, I see Barrett highlighting to go find out what Wizardum looks like. <laughs> and then Overwatch 2 Season 7 Rise of the Darkness launches on October 10th. Here we, oh. Oh, ho, ho. This is Wizardum. It's I a, dig it. Got, I was gonna say it's got a good visual style that's, so far here with the That's a good sprites. vibe. What are we doing? Is it actually? Ooh. Are we actually traversing in 3D? Is it first person? It's interesting because it's got the like 3D block. Retro first person shooter. Huh. Oh, that's cute. I like it. Huh. Huh. Everybody, go go look at the Wizardum. Right. Trailer coming out on early access November fifteenth. So all those PC dorks, they'll 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 test it for me, and then eventually come to a console. Are you, are you not, you not a PC player? No, 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 I'm not some weird pedophile. <laughs> Greg, this looks good. What? What time? Greg. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what. The PC gamers hate that joke. But let's. Be I can't honest. imagine why. Has Chris Hansen ever caught somebody on a PlayStation? No. They're chatting on the computer. Think about it. Greg. Somebody find a clip of guaranteed somebody walking up to a teenager's house <laughs> with, a, with a PlayStation in their hand. <laughs> be like, I brought over, up a GameCube. Right. I brought over my beers and my PS2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's always White Claws or no. Yeah. Smear it off ices. That's mm, what yeah, 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 yeah. Get a little more old school. Uh, deals of the day for you. Immortals of Avium, of course. PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X is $40 at Best Buy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we ask you to write in or free to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your questions, comments, concerns, of course, but also with your squad up requests. Today, the Portland Kevin writes in with a squad up success story. What's up, Greg and Sage? I'm sending a big thank you for reading my sent in squad ups in September to have Portland kind of funny best friends meet up. It was a great success with 10 total kind of funny best friends uh, meeting up for a drink at the Lucky Lab. I feel like we've suddenly got a great subgroup started for hanging out in the Portland area. Uh, one of us has also started a Discord server specifically for Portland area best friends. So if there are any best friends that are not there on Saturday but still want to connect for future meetups, message the Portland Kevin, all one word, and intercapped on Discord. I think that matters on Discord, right? Don't you have to do the intercap? With the new types of usernames, yeah. it might. And you'll be welcome to join it. Uh, thanks for creating and maintaining such a wonderful and welcoming community of best friends beyond, beyond. Congratulations, Portland, Kevin. I'm glad you had a good time up there. Have you ever been to Portland? I have not. I, I haven't either, but I feel like I'd, I'd fit in. I know it's a big brew uh, pub culture. Yeah, yeah, you got the beard for Portland. I love drinking you got the, You got the beard and the, uh, the shirt. Yeah. I do. You yeah. can head right over right now. Call sure, Greg can go anywhere. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunny and kind of funny games and youtube.com slash games to write in to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games and listening on podcast services around the globe. Bander SN writes in and says, Greg said Team 17 made Prison Architect. Team 17 made The Escapist. Oh, uh, The Escapist is very fun. Have you played it? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, no, maybe that's Prison Architect. Who did The uh, Walking Dead crossover? Uh, I don't know. One of them. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. This is your time to shine. Can you get it in before I end the show? I do oh. vaguely remember a very early kind of funny uh Let's play, I believe, of the Escapist, or was it Prison Architect? Uh, who could say? Uh, who, who knows? Uh, the Escapist is very fun. Wrong. Had great dialogue. Yeah, like really, really, just like a clever, witty, silly little game. Okay, they made two of them. 
uh, giving us even more information because uh, they're talking about, I think, well, Bander SN said Team 17, oh, made the escapist. And then Sid X says introversion software made Prison Architect. So there you go. Ooh, Thank you for that. Yeah. And then I'm delaying one second to see. People if are I'm saying wrong. the Walking Dead crossover. They didn't the write it in. Bob writes in and says oh, the okay. escapists crossed over with the Walking Dead. So that's the Team 17 thing. So there you go. Gotcha. Thank you, Bob. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Mine? I, everybody's, I don't understand that reference a lot. Have you heard this? No, I don't get it at all. There's so many. You hear of those it though, right? You've oh, I hear it all okay, the time. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Well, not all the time. I'm going to take it. back here all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's find out the origin of Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle meaning. I hope it's not horrible. Mm. You've got Wikipedia here, Barrett. Uh, Bob's your uncle is a phrase common to use in the UK and Commonwealth. I mean, it's in there it is. Or, and there you have it. Or, it's done. Typically, someone says it to conclude a set of simple instructions uh, or when a result is reached. Uh, the origin, the origins are uncertain, but a common theory is that the expression arose after the conservative prime minister, Robert Gascoigne, the fucking guy from Bloodborne? Uh, Cecil, uh, third Marquess of Salisbury, parentheses, Bob, appointed his nephew, Arthur uh, Balfour, as chief secretary for Ireland in 1887 an act of nepotism, which was apparently both surprising and unpopular. Whatever other qualifications Belfort might have had, Bob's your uncle was seen as the conclusive one. That's fucking awesome. So it's rooted in nepotism. I'm going to start saying it more. Yeah? You know what I mean? I got to start working it in. I like it. I think that we have the right to take a couple phrases from the UK. We already took our freedom. You know what I mean? And we took Lucy James. We got her over here now, you know? Tam. It's great. That's the best thing. Is like, you know, I... It's similar to PC gaming. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm joking. I was joking about it before, right? Sure. PC gaming, they beta test all the games. Mm-hmm. And if they're really good, then when they come to console, I know they're good because somebody over there said it was and all the bugs have been worked out, okay. right? Okay. UK, very much the same thing. It's this little fucking island nobody thinks about. But if somebody Fair rises to prominence, uh-huh. Rahul, Lucy James, uh-huh. they come here. We import, Tom Holland, we import them here. We get them. Mm-hmm. So I don't care about the other rejects on the island over there. You know what I mean? I don't know much about Graham. No, Graham Norton? He's still over there. Oh, he's, he's one of the rejects. Didn't... Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I also okay, appreciate okay. no one can hear Andy, so I'm just having this off-camera conversation. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm saying, you know? You're having an off-camera conversation because we also could not name five British people on our <laughs> well, own. I know, we right? needed Andy. The Queen's gone. That's, that's I a, mean, a big strike for me. one of them works with us. His name's Gary Witta. Got him here. You know what I mean? Again. Mm. Uh, Anthony Stewart Head? Giles? Oh, okay, sure, Giles yeah, yeah, thank you, yeah, yeah, from Slayer. Buffy, yeah, hell yeah. The only British person I Does could Does he live here full-time? Are we sure about that? Uh, he came to American television, at least. Fair enough, that's fair enough. <laughs> Andy said, I thought you meant Niles from Frasier. No, <laughs> Ladies no, 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 and gentlemen, no, no. this has been Kind of Funny Games <laughs> Daily. We're a bit loose in the second half of the show, and you love it that way. Uh, if you want to support us, of course, you can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, uh, both live all the time. If you're watching live, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you want to watch later, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where, of course, you can get each and every episode ad-free. You can get all the other podcasts ad-free. You can watch them live as we record the other podcasts. You can get the bonus episodes, the et cetera, et cetera. You got none of that going on. You don't have time for that. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. And of course, podcast services around the globe for kind of funny games daily on demand. Uh, your hosts this week look like this Tuesday, me and blessing Wednesday, blessing and Andy Thursday, blessing and Tim Friday, Tim and blessing. That doesn't sound right. Only had two episodes. I'm back for a full week for once. I've been gone for like a month. Huh? No, you got to get some cracks at the bat. You know what I mean? You're not getting out of it. You, got, you know what I mean? That's- <laughs> you just shave my ears and not do the show. Not happening that way, ladies and gentlemen. Sage, 
Yes. You, of course, are a kind of funny extended family. But I don't feel like we get you enough on games. You killed it today. Thank you I so much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming through. Where can people keep up with you? You can find me everywhere on the internet at NotSage or at Twitch or YouTube.com slash Pixel Circus uh, for all the other game stuff I do. Good. I'm sorry you have to work with Carboni. You know, uh, I, it's been refreshing being here in a way. With a professional in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Any, stay out of the frame. We're not, it's not the post show yet. I got to shake her hand. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. All right. <laughs> All right, now you can come out, Andy. It's post show. We're on the post show. Post show's happening. Come on faster, Andy. It's the post show. The post show's live. We're, at, we're live right now, Andy. Everybody's watching. What is this? What are we doing? So now, what? I didn't hear, because well, we didn't actually get in. Whoa. Did you match the soda to the shirt? Was on this purpose? a whole plot? Negative. No, no negative. No. Welcome, gentlemen, ladies, and envies around the world. I love that. I still haven't worked that in yet. It's the Super Chat prime time, everybody. Super get chat your Super time. Chats in. There's already a couple Super Chats addressed at Sage. No. Oh. Cool. Oh. Get your resubs in. You got that Amazon Prime. Take that money. They're counting on you not remembering about it. Set a reminder. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people always go, hey, how do I like, uh, how does this auto do it? You, it won't auto do it. I got to auto do it. Mm -hmm. You got to set your Prime Gaming to uh, renew every month in your own brain. And you could give that to Pixel Circus. You can give that to Kind of Funny. You can give that to... Sad boy Baird, who streams. Like I once, stream once every six months. <laughs> once every seven months. Welcome in, everybody. Um, we're going to do a little uh, post show. And you can't even sub to me. I, I don't have that questions. access. <laughs> oh, wow. You don't stream enough for it. Give it to us, then. You know what I mean? I like your choice to hold the microphone. Thank you. Thank you. Comfortable. It feels good. $2 super chat from Feel the Surge. Says, Sage on Kind of Funny Content is an instant day maker. Aww. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. Oh my god. Sage, I'll give you that two dollars through my uh, through Venmo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamal Live, sixty-five. We didn't agree. To that. <laughs> Jamal Live, sixty-five month resubscription with Prime. Thank you, Jamal Live. Overly Jammy, twenty-eight months of Tier One love says, "Hey, best friend, hello, Overly Jammy. Hope you had a great weekend gaming, enjoying your gaming." CJ splits on two dollars super chat says, "Chat love Sage, bring her back for more content." Oh my God, thank you. Wow, okay. Pete? I did pay these people to say this. <laughs> That's my $2. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of exchanging of hand, a lot of money exchanging between yeah. it. It's a whole, yeah, it's a whole like uh, laundering scheme. Mm -hmm. Peter, Pierty Anthony. Peter, oh Peter Anthony. What is that? P. P. Tier Anthony. That's how they wrote it. Probably them trying to do like a mad gab of Peter Anthony. That's what I've. That's what I was thinking. Eighteen months of resubscription using Prime. Speaking of meetups, will there ever be another person in person meetup slash event involving the kind of funny staff and best friends? Of course there will be, ladies and gentlemen. You know we are uh, not uh, uh, against seeing you. Uh, the, what I would say is we haven't announced it yet, but keep your ears and eyes peeled for here this month, October. We're doing something with uh, Square Pie Guys for Extra Life. Oh, I have no idea what that is. That sounds exciting. <laughs> you want to eat some pizza? Sure. All right, cool. I'm done eating some pizza. We got a $5 super chat. Thank you from the Portland Kevin, who says, Greg, plan a trip to Portland this time next year. This week, a ton of sports are doing wing week. What? Where they've got chicken wing specials on the menu. A ton of sports are doing this? 
I guess. Isn't like sports bars? Oh, it's tons of spots. Sorry. Oh. A ton of spots. Yo, come to the soccer game. It's wing wing. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> There's a little league game over there. Across the desk. Uh, that's good. That's good to know. That's good to know. Five dollar super chat. Thank you once again, Portland Kevin. We got guy the why or gay guy the we guy the we two month free subscription with yeah. Prime. Thank you for your using your prime on us. Risky the kid, a first month subscription ever. The first time joining the kind of funny community. Thank you for using your prime here. Deadwood, 67 months of prime gaming as well. Jeff Jevas, Jeff Jeffaz, 59 months says, hi Sage and everyone at kind of funny. The d d stream was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I Thank had you. so much fun. I had a great time. I had a, it was a, a little funny reply to me yesterday when I said, I tweeted out the link for our little D&D adventure and said, I played D&D for the first time ever. And somebody replied, I'd argue that you still haven't played D&D. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was my burner account. Uh, that was me. Uh, Outrun, 27 months of Prime Gaming. Um, and by the way, Jeff, send a lot of love to Kevin Coelho and to Nick Scarpino mainly mm -hmm. for putting all this D&D thing together. Did a lot of, hey, there's Kevin. There's Kevin right there. Look how there's tall Kevin he right is. <laughs> he just he just looked like he was caught on a candid camera or something. Uh thank you, Trevor G, for seven months of prime gaming in a row. Eight months total. Len Art NL, 61 months, tier one subscribing over here to the community. Says, remember that Doke V anime style game trailer from two years ago with Pokemon and Ghostbusting elements? Wonder if it ever gets released. It's a great question. Doke V was that weird one. Great question. If you do you ever heard of Dokev? I don't think so. Barry, can we look up a trailer for Dokev? I think Barry's busy doing stuff right now. But Dokev was a wild kind of like you weren't sure if you were hallucinating while they were showing everybody this trailer. It, Fun. It looked like kind of a little too. Here, ah, here I do remember this. Oh, oh. Um, it it was a game that nobody knew what it was about, but. It looked like it was spanning about 17 different genres. <laughs> I remember this. And the lighting kind of looked way too good. And the characters looked odd. We were all like, there's no way this The is characters looked right? like they're like 3D versions of uh, Sid the Science Kid. Yeah. It's like they created like fully human Splatoon a little yeah. bit too yeah. by their proportions. These The environments kind oh. of look like the most CG accurate. Uh, cities you've ever seen you get to transform into something a magical girl transformation this seems like a new trailer i don't remember this but again i felt like i was this was uh, this oh, was the this one, one from gamescom from it feels two years ago. a little like i got pal worlded here you know sure yeah so they're a very very odd game we don't know what the hell it was about but yeah kind of ghost busting elements sucking in it was just everything it was creatures. the game you, you, you wanted the game buy one game the rest of your life this is it yeah, you can Do bounce you on the ball. I'd like to play that. Now it's Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's it's everything. It was, yeah. it was it was one of those odd ones debuted two years ago. We don't know if it'll ever come back. We don't know if it's still in development. Look at this whole llama. <laughs> Adorable. I don't remember this. Again, I felt like when the trailer was done, like who put something in my drink? I am yeah, I am I, hallucinating right now. I don't know what about this I'm into, but I'm into it. Yeah. Um, thank you for that super chat, Lenart. Ricky Bobby, 35 months of Prime Gaming. Thank you Rick. for your 35 months. Jay Mertens, 76 months. As Sage is an absolute pleasure, and I love you all. Thank you, Jay Mertens, for 76 months of Prime Gaming. Magic Salmon, 62 months. As Andy, tell Greg his shoe is untied. They're not. I know they're not. I can is feel it a prank? Them. They're nice and tight. Yeah, it totally is. Prank? Yeah, but did you 
What if you didn't check and you stand up and like the camera's still on, but doing the thing where it pulls back on the crane and then you trip off the stage? Hit your head on the cord. Oh my God. That'd be, I mean, hey, that'd be really good exposure for the company. I've said that before and I will say it again, ladies and gentlemen. If I die on camera, I want them to air the footage. All of us are destined to this. But if I kill someone on camera, it's to know. Thank you, Michael Costa, for a $2.80 super chat. Says, we need Sage on more kind of funny content. Great show today. Thank you. There's a lot Thank of, com- like, not a whole lot of compliments coming my way, which is kind of weird, but. For the ear fine. shaving? Yeah. 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 Like, let's... I mean, you've, you're, you're a one-trick pony here, Andy. You've Man. done this three times now in the span of like a month. I plucked a lot of good hairs, though, from that ear. He did. Uh, uh. I might need you to shave my head again soon. Okay. There was a lot of people commenting on it saying things like, please, Andy, some of us are eating lunch. Mm. I didn't see those. Mm. I may have banned them. They should have known better. Zach Mello, $5 Super Chat, says, Starfield 76. Thoughts? I don't know. (laughs) Thank you for your $5. (laughs) Deadhead, 12 months. (laughs) Of support. <laughs> Thank you for your full year of Prime Gaming. I don't know. <laughs> uh, baby Don, two years of support with Prime Gaming. Alonzo. 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 Hi, Alonzo. A first time subscriber. To your wow. How about that? How about that? Coheed25 with 55 months of Prime Gaming. Thank you, Coheed. Nightlife, $2 super chat says, When is the studio getting Halloween Oh, shit. We always forget that. You guys decorating for Halloween? Bear, make a note that we got to start using the Games Daily Halloween intro. <sighs> JPL. Uh, Thank you. Good 80, job. JPL 80-month resubscription with Prime. Says, 80 months, baby. Love this community. Great episode with Sage. Thank you, JPL. And great post show by Andy. Thank you, JPL. Uh, DJ Kenso, $10 <laughs> super chat. Says, when the strike started, A24 immediately met the writer and actor demands and kept working. Do you think gaming studios will follow suit? Any come to mind? I'd like to imagine Insomniac would. Yeah, that, like A24 style deal. Yeah. Uh, Bungie. Are they allowed to do that, though, while they're under Sony, though? You know? Mm. The fact it's, that they're still, uh, I mean, the fact that they're named specifically Insomniac makes me think they're still operating under a agreement that's uh, before Sony. I mean, it was great press for A24. I'm a huge A24 fan, and, like, everybody got to be like, wow, what good guys. Again, I say, it could be you. Could be you. you. This could be you. Uh, Langley M. Neely, bless you. Bless your soul. $5 Super Chat says, still in the hospital, but looking up to see the amazing stage made my miserable pain. Wait, what the fuck? Made my miserable pain-filled day. Oh, it made their day. Even though it's filled with miserable pain. I thought I was going to say, made my miserable day filled pain better. Ah, yeah. No, it made their day. It's like, damn, you're saying that like you feel worse now. That's kind of crazy. But thank you, Langley. I hope you're feeling better in the hospital. $5 super chat. Middle of that sneeze, I just remembered I had put my lunch in the fridge. It's just sitting in my desk. Hell yeah. That chicken's (laughs) marinating. (laughs) Hell yeah. Thank you. I hope you feel better. 18 months from Notchbin using Prime. Thank you, Notchbin. Notchbin sounds like an insult. Oh, you Notchbin. Oh, you fucking Notchbin. That's good. See, that could be one we take from the UK. (laughs) Or we we export it back to them and they think it's their own. Ooh, that's fine. If we can infiltrate from the inside, have Rahul start saying it. They'll Gaslight sense. an entire country. Yep. They'll sound so These freaking silly. Uh, one, two, step. $5 super chat says, just want to say the D&D vid was super fuego caliente. Thank you, one, two, step. $5 super chat. John Yannon, 
39 months says, Greg, have you been watching Mizzou football this year? Five and no. Good luck next Saturday. I sure have been. Don't worry about it. I mean, I mean, I've been watching highlights as I often do. You know, Ben's not going to sit there for the whole game. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get him out there next season. I feel like it might be a good. Might yeah. have the attention span to hang out. Let me say this, Greg. It's always just so weird, like, how quiet my my Twitter notifications are when the Cowboys win. Like, it's just. It's, sure. Well, people only want to make fun of you. Like, they want to try to be your friends. I, th- I thought I'd get some congratulations. Like, hey, good job. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Boromir, 14 months prime game. It says, question for Sage. What is her favorite hair color? Um, my favorite hair color that I ever had uh, was pink. But unfortunately, I chemical burned my entire <laughs> head doing it. So I didn't oh. get to keep it. So it's the one that got away. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll never forget it because my head is messed up from it. <laughs> I feel that. Be careful with bleach, kids. Yeah, I, I bleached my hair way too much uh, in high school, so my, my my scalp is just forever fucked. Woo! Yeah. Um, Sergio Pew Pew, nineteen months of pew, prime pew. gaming. Thank you, Sergio Pew Pew. Shea Braven, seventy six months. Says, speaking of Carboni. Everyone should check out his Twitch as he's streaming every Spider-Man game leading up to the 20th. Oh, we don't need to do and that. And it's quite <laughs> the time. <laughs> I, I got to watch some of it. I got to watch a bit of it. I think I... Did I raid him? No. It was after one of my things. But he was playing Spider-Man on the Game Boy. And he was just like... Making great points about just how the Game Boy's library is just filled with absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> And he, and he was like, this was somebody's gift. This was somebody's, like, Christmas and birthday gift. Sure, yeah. And, and it's just, like, so true that, like, I think the Game Boy may be the console with the worst hit-to-miss ratio. Show Anthony's dog instead. Yeah. <laughs> the dog instead. Hello, Jaime. Six months uh, resubscription says, thanks for all the laughs on Friday. Love you all. Thank you, Hello, Jaime. Sergio Maldonado with a $2 super chat says, excited to watch the Spurs this season, Andy? You know it, baby. It's Wemby time. Sturving six-month resubscription with Tier 1. Prunez with a seven-month resubscription Resubscription says, Andy looks very handsome today. Thank you. Always does. Appreciate you. Griff D-Pad, 55-month resubscription. That PR guy, 81 months of Prime, says, anyone else going to go into the Spider-Verse live orchestra screening next month? I've seen advertisements about oh, it. Oh, I think I saw Tim talk about this. That looks cool as hell. You gonna go? No, no. But it's cool. I went. I went and saw Ghostbusters that way at the SF Sympathy. Symphony, mm. not sympathy. We get a lot of stuff like that at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm not going. No, <laughs> that's where the Game Awards thing was, right? The game. Yeah, one? that's right. Yeah, that's where they did so, the Game yeah. Awards concert. Um, Tim was telling me. Tim and I are very interested in watching the movie The Creator. Ah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. Okay. And. We were like, yeah, we want to see it like at a good theater. But unfortunately, the only one that was showing it at the time that we had checked was at the Regal Cinema one. And I think it's called like RDX or something like that. It's not sure. 4DX with a seat shake. Sure. It's the one where there's like AI projections on the side that make this whole screen look like it's surrounding you. Like you look at the screen here, but the walls are also kind of like... It's like three screens almost, right? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. It's like um. It's like when somebody watches a movie with like hue lights and their whole room sure. is kind of lit up. Yeah, you know? sure, sure, sure. It's a very similar thing, uh, a similar kind of recreation of that effect. And he was like, it's a terrible experience. Oh, he but now. RPX. RPX. There we go. Thank you, everybody. But now uh, it's kind of available everywhere. It's in Dolby as well and, yeah. as, and IMAX. But here's the thing it wasn't filmed with IMAX cameras, it was filmed with. The big thing they're talking about with the creator is that it was filmed with like a $4,000 mm-hmm. Sony camera. And. Apparently that's like insane because movies of this budget are usually made with 
cameras that are like three times that cost. And so everybody's yeah. like, you can get this $4,000 camera. Look at this shit. It's a dude that, that's the thing that they filmed with. It's a little tiny little thing. It looks like a little, you can buy it at Walmart. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, you've got Olivia Rodrigo releasing music videos on an iPhone. iPhone. I loved a lot of those uh, kind of TikToks regarding that. Like, yeah, hey, she filmed it on an iPhone and the equipment attached to the iPhone yeah, 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 was yeah. about, you know, several hundreds of thousands of dollars. Cause it's all like the cool moving little like rigs that they use and everything. Yeah. Um, Give Kevin a, tr- a monopod. He could make out. it happen. He'll figure it's it out. It's a monopod. Zach Mayo, $5 super chat says, Andy, that wasn't a good enough answer. Greg, Starfield 76 thoughts. No, no, we've learned our lesson. Haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> you think Bethesda would be like, they're going to jump back into that. I mean, it could be cool. Oh, it was a suggestion. I thought that it was kind of like a joke, like, hey, this is the same quality as... Oh, no, no. I think he was making a, a like, would you be interested yeah, in a Starfield yeah. oh. 76? Yeah, yeah. No. No. I like my personal experience with the Starfield. I don't need yeah. to get up there and be making a stupid base with other people. Yeah. yeah. Base. What but if we imagine, made it worse? Imagine I make a ship for you. We'll make a ship together. Well, I mean, you just come to my house and do that. Or I just give you my save. You do that. Okay. Do that. Do that. Do that. I G-G-Y. Colin Barry became a subscriber for six months in a row. Says, Andy, are you going to use the ear hair as a voodoo doll every time Greg says something bad about PCs? One step ahead of me. <laughs> One step ahead of you. Go ahead. Say something bad. I'll actually tell you that, you know, you dodged a prank today. And it was because, of course, I thought it would be repeating you know, old thing. What happened is we, uh, Jen came home. Uh, she was gone and we had all these packages or whatever. And we went through and there was a, a, a package and it had a bunch of uh, game swag in it or whatever. And it had like 25, 30 uh, postcards in there that were advertisement for this game. And she saw me, my wheels turning. And she said, what do you think? And I'm like, I, I, I'm, I said, I wonder if it's worth, worth the investment to buy the stamps and send one of these cards to Janet Garcia every day. Cause it's for a game she didn't like, she didn't enjoy <laughs> And Jen was like, oh, I don't know about that. Because then she, I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. She's like, you could do it to Andy. And I'm like, ah, I've already done that kind of stuff to Andy. Like, I don't need to do that again. I've, oh my God. I still have a lot of those saved. You should. No, those are, I, will our, never I hope you put them, them in our, yeah. Every once in a while, I, I got a, Sage, I got a card one day from mm-hmm. an unmarked address. It wasn't, you know. Terrifying. But the handwriting looked very familiar. No. <laughs> sure. Uh, and I see the card and I think, I think it said like, what was it? A happy Father's Day or get well soon or something? something like that, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember for the record. <laughs> get well soon? A threat. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Uh, that, yeah, that just sort of indicates that something will happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Delaney Twining, $5 Super Chat, says, is pumpkin spice overrated? No. What's the official flavor of fall? Pumpkin spice. I would agree that pumpkin spice is. It's not my personal favorite, but I agree that, like, we, we can say that it is. Uh, I'm going to say it's specifically the Reese's pumpkin shaped. They don't taste any different. Sure. But they well, feel different in my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. They for do sure. taste different because it's a different ratio of what you're used it's to. It's more peanut butter. Yeah. It's more I, bought, I got butter. my first bash of pumpkin Oreos this weekend. So yeah. God, so good. What are the official songs of the fall? I think we all know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you want to yeah, get yeah. those prepped? Yeah, I, I, um, maybe one day. I will say... <laughs> Pumpkin spice overrated in the sense that too many companies try to pull off that flavor. Mm-hmm. Not everything works with that flavor. And companies need to learn that. A lot of love in the chat for apple cider. Oh, I love apple stuff. I mean, I don't know if I love apple cider. I don't know if I've tried that before. No, Who I loves have. apple yeah. stuff has never tried apple cider. I mean, no, are you like talking? a cider? Yeah, I do. I have tried that. I love that. Oh, I had man. an apple cider uh, coffee from Starbucks. One of the worst things I've ever ingested anytime apple and cinnamon are collabing yeah 
That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> when they're collabing. Oh, man. When they get together and post, like, y'all ain't ready for this heat. And we're just, I was like, oh, man. And it finally, oh, it's so great. Uh, Sag, with a 39-month resubscription, asks, Andy, did you see Mr. Beast bought the rights for the ad patch on the Charlotte Hornets? Really? That's interesting. wonder what Mr. Beast is going to do with that. By the way, I saw a Mr. Beast thing be like, would you, you know, $100 million or whatever it was, stay in this room for a grocery store no there was another one he was okay. like would you stay in this room with another person none of, none of y'all get the money if one person leaves the room that's a jackbox game it's also there's a movie i, I would do it like i would absolutely do it stay how long are you stay in the room i think it was like a couple months yeah this is a what? movie with um like kate bosworth and uh shit fuck that guy from oh god i'm sorry uh Kate Bosworth, and then the guy is Emil Hirsch, right? That's the guy who was in the movie with the, the it was, oh, God, the porn, days the porn star moved in next door or whatever, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. He Prisoner's Dilemma? Is he, he, Eli Hirsch is a guy, right? That's the thing. He, he was going to be a second for, he was going to be a thing for a second. No? Anybody? Immaculate Room is the movie, Michael Leary. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Michael Leary. People the are girl saying, next door is the other movie with the porn star. But is it Emil Hirsch? That's what I'm asking. Is that a real name? Is that the man? Okay, thank you. Yes. People are saying it was $500,000. That it was only five hundred thousand dollars. We have to stop pretending like this is philanthropy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like, look, this person really needed five hundred thousand dollars. So you know what this person with five hundred thousand dollars did? Tortured them. <laughs> I have to turn my mind off and just appreciate and like try to get the feel good out of the videos of, hey man, this person cannot afford any sort of treatment health treatment sure so let's not think about these, how bad it is and how fucked up the country all is. these people no, I love got squid together, game. all these people got together and gave them money and like suddenly and guess what they're gonna live now and like i have to turn my mind off to yeah. like just how dystopian and awful all that is because i i do like just to feel good and get like teary-eyed whenever they surprise this person with the news yeah and then like Every once in a while it creeps in like, we shouldn't be have, to, have to be doing this. I'm like, no, 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 go, go back down. I'm trying to be happy right now. You know, right. I already had a terrible day. We've made content out of your basic human rights. Stefan Streaker with a $10 super chat. Whoa, says go dogs. Mizzou going down 11-4. Oh, Georgia. We We're going to shock the world. Here. We're going to shock the world. Don't um, these are sports, right? Thank yeah, you, Sturving, right. for gifting out two subs. Appreciate you, Sturving. Chris Doferson says light the beam. That's a Sacramento Kings reference. I know. Um, Sony Boy, $5 Super Chat says, love the show with an English degree and lifelong experience in playing video games. How would you advise pursuing video game journalism as a career? Don't. Get, just start hot taking, baby. <laughs> start, get on the internet and make some hot takes. Piss off PlayStation or Xbox or piss off both and see which one works better. Mm-hmm. Maybe create two different Twitter accounts to kind of like experiment and see which wow, one is more yeah. successful. Yeah, yeah, A-B test. And then go down that range. We're all about grifting, baby, okay? Become a right-wing grifter. That's where the money's at. A lot of fucking idiots out there that are just super willing to give money to people that like echo the stuff that they say so just like start saying awful shit it's going to be really bad for you you're going to feel terrible about it in the long run you're going to die you're going to be in your deathbed being like was it really worth it and it was because you're rich now dog you're rich baby what's up Barrett? 
or just start doing it like start yeah. you know start a blog somewhere start writing some stuff try to freelance for smaller sites well, plenty of sites out there are just doing it for the fun of it you can mm -hmm. get in there start getting some bylines get a nice little portfolio put together then start applying for freelance work with bigger sites and kind of move your way up the ladder that way of course going to a PAX is always great for networking yeah. meeting other mm -hmm. people going to panels meet the people you respect that way or be like Xbox will never have Spider-Man dude look at those fucking sure. losers or be like PlayStation controller sucks or whatever it is that you say about PlayStation like, can't just, say anything it's perfect you go on it go on extreme sides on either way you know what i mean sure yeah i love the a b test idea yeah but you could like specialize and find something that you particularly have a unique perspective 100%. on yeah uh that you could bring to the games industry that you feel like is being missed a community that you feel like is underrepresented or you could do what andy said yeah valid I feel like all, a lot all these roads are valid there's yeah, a lot yeah. more money what i'm saying i think <laughs> you're right about like, that you're gonna get banned from a lot of platforms, rightfully yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna piss off a lot yeah. of people you're and burn a lot of bridges. You're gonna you end up on a Rumble. Right, you're gonna <laughs> end up being a video a games journalist people. on Yeah, you'll get social. a big offer on Kick or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're gonna be exclusively on Rumble. Like they only the, take 5%. The most terrible people. Uh, Sinister Sunset donated $5 and says, do you think we'll ever get a Prince of Persia reboot? Hopefully, with some accurate Middle Eastern casting slash rep. Hope y'all have a great evening. I mean, what happened with the other, you know? The remake? Yeah. I mean, it was gestating forever and ever and ever, right? The answer is yes. Uh, I think you will. Uh, I would say because, of course, nothing is ever dead in video games, and mm -hmm. I think people will jump back to that. Uh, Kebab says, we did in 2008. Let me shock you, Kebabs, because the second part was with, accurate, with some accurate Middle East cath casting representation. Mm -hmm. Do you remember, Kebabs, that the 2008 main character was played by Nolan North? Hmm. Accurate... Middle Eastern casting representation. Nolan North. And I'm not insulting Nolan. You know what I mean? Just pointing that out. Nolan, Nolan uh, Egyptian. You I, know that? <laughs> <laughs> I think as you've seen uh, the Assassin's Creed games go that way and find yeah. a, a lot of love and respect for being authentic and accurate in raising up voices that need to be in the games you're making historically. I think you see that. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking because we just got that Prince of Persia side scroller. Yeah. That's still coming. That, that just, uh, is it come out? It's yeah, not come it's not out, out yet. That we just got yet. an announcement for that. There's like, a mixed reaction to, but I was trying to see who the lead was in that. Oh yeah, I don't even know if it's voice. Is it voice? It is. Oh, it okay. is. Um, it's called something. Crown. Ryan Arden became crown. a brand new member. Thank you, Ryan Arden. And the final one that we're going to read today is he's looking this up. Better be Bander S N with a five dollar super chat. Uh -huh. Says Greg, I just beat Starfield and watched your spoiler thoughts. Was a great watch. Needed a new game plus runs. I told Greg that as well. That I decided to spoil myself and watch. Greg's spoiler thoughts and then told him, I don't plan on beating this game. Sure. I don't want that for me. I like just being a little, just a little ignorant space guy who doesn't know anything about the rest of anything the big that's picture. happening. I'm just going to, you just like being a little freak. I'm going to go do, you know, help some people, maybe do a little bit of crime, mm -hmm. but I'm going to have a cool spaceship and I don't have to be existential. With my I'm friends. actually right there with you. And it's not for any like larger reason. I just, I just love to be around. I love to just be a little guy in space. <laughs> That's all I'm really interested in. Yeah. But I'm not a completionist with games. Sure. I have no problem not finishing a game. You gotta get your, you just get, did you get your fun out of it? I'm in until I'm out. There's so many games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Greg Miller's Starfield spoiler talk parentheses after five playthroughs is up as a kind of funny games cast from three weeks ago, which is insane because that feels like three months ago. Uh, and honestly, it's one of my favorite pieces of content I've done this year in, and in quite some time. It's just me for an hour and seven minutes talking about everything I've done in Starfield. Uh, so if you aren't beating it or did beat it or whatever, I'd love it if you went and checked it out. We love you all. Thank you very, very much for joining us.
for this Super Chat Primetime post show. We're going to be heading into the lab right now, and Blessing's going to be doing a little Twitch bounty where Blessing hopefully doesn't spend a lot of money on buying characters in um, in Genshin that old Impact. Genshin Impact game because we know that Snowbike Mike could likely encourage swipe him to just swipe the card. We hope not. We'll see what happens. He'll be doing that for an hour. Then after that, me, Mike, and Nick will be hopping into Payday 3. We'll see you then, gamers.